Hello, we are at different heights because we have different chairs, but, and I'm also taller than him, so there's that. So what's going on? I've been teasing and promising this for a while. We actually did an episode of our relationship, like when I first started doing podcasts and, um, you know, uh, things have obviously changed since then. We went through a whole damn pandemic and a whole bunch of other shit. And I, I don't think that we got an opportunity to really like, dig in so this may be a longer episode but we're also going to give each other grace and uh you know patience in terms of questions answered we did no prepping before i do have some questions that i i think will go both uh for both of us um and it may um <clears throat> dig more out of the conversation and by the way happy birthday happy 100th birthday this shirt is representing Queen B, which, yeah, we're going to have a birthday party again in October. It's going to be her, what, six-month birthday? So, nice. you know, and I got black nails, too. So, there is that. So, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing? No, no, no. I was, I was waiting for them to answer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys can see I have a little... uh Air conditioner back here? That thing is the truth. That thing is cold already. Are you cold? They cannot see it. Well, it's right here. I'm just being extra right now. But it's cold. It's, it's, it's cold. So I have to yeah. turn it off. Um, I'm going to turn the fan on real quick. We have someone else here, too, which we'll introduce in the end. Um, which I think, uh, you know, if she wants to speak, she says that she's ugly, but... No, she's not. She says she's ugly to be on camera. That is. <laughs> but she is not. So um, so you're good. I'm good. Um, you work today. I did. And uh, I work today. Um, since the last time we did this, things have changed in our lives. Uh, unfortunately, we both lost parents. Um, you I lost my daddy. And I lost my mom in 2021. And I think that was something that I would say challenge our relationship, right? Right. Um, yes, it did. Because uh, we're never ready for love somebody that we love. And both sides were a very important part of our life. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the whole grieving process is, is, is not for the faint of hearts. You know, I, I find myself, my mom has been, she's passed away a couple of years now. And I find myself in June just having a really hard time uh, with trying to process and understand her death. So, you know, it's like you think time, you know, will do it, but sometimes the sadness comes in waves. And same thing with my friend Darlena, which you guys know that this is, that's the reason why I have this podcast that kind of, you know, comes and goes too. But 
Um, I think that was a. I think that that was something that definitely helped, like strengthen my faith in our relationship when my mom passed, and how you were there to to help pick up the pieces. Yeah, that's important when you have the other half and you know the support. Especially emotional that you need. Now, I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of difficult because Carlos is a crier by nature. That's his thing, um, and it was it was interesting because I did find myself during the process of you know transition, my mom transitioning, and all that other stuff where I had to, um, you know, I had to put myself aside and then check on him. But that gave us a, a, a an opportunity for us to really talk about, like, you know, there are going to be times where I'm going to be weak and I'm going to need you to be strong and vice versa. And vice versa yes. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult sometimes, you know, when you're used to just centering yourself, you know, um, either being single or you're in a relationship that's not fulfilling you or whatever. It's 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 kind of hard to not center yourself. But. We got through it, and I was—I wouldn't have had any other person to go through that with. Now, let's talk about what happened with your father. My dad was struck, and unfortunately, help uh, my country is not the greatest thing. If you don't have money, a lot of money, just talking about very third world hospital with practically nothing. To help the patients. Mm -hmm. uh, gladly, I have a lot of people, friends, co-workers that help me out with some money, and I couldn't send money and support him until his last days. The, the The saddest thing about his situation is that he hadn't seen his father in years, so he had to come to you know come to terms with never being able to see his father mm -hmm. in the physical again, and I think that. That definitely added a element of like. It added an extra element for him to process. Yeah, last time I saw him was 2015, mm -hmm. April, May. Mm -hmm. Yeah, May 2015. You know, we talk on the phone and media calls, and all that kind of stuff. But it's not the same when you know presence. Mm -hmm. You need the the warm hug. The I love you face to face. Mm -hmm. It's not the same. Um, but we did, you know, we did have a uh, wait for him uh, here. Uh, we yeah, actually, it's beautiful. We had it at the park that we got married at in 2015. Um, and yeah, it was beautiful. It was uh, something I felt like needed to happen for him, um, considering he didn't have that moment of like closure like his siblings had. I was like, I probably should step up. And I asked him what he wanted to do. And, you know, he was okay with uh, honoring his father as best as he could. And, uh, you know, the day of, you know, we saw a rainbow. Uh, it was raining. Yep. And we had to move around that little gazebo and find a way not to get wet. And then as soon as Reggie finished talking, it just the rain just stopped 
right there. And the big rainbow come out. And it was so, so amazing to see. I like to think that was his way of acceptance, you know, even though it may have come, I mean, so too. you know, from the other side, I, I feel like that was his way of saying, hey, I, I accept I'm you here. Mm -hmm. So it was um, uh, a very beautiful moment, and I was glad to be able to step up, um, you know, with that um, for him. Uh, you know, it, it did trigger some things in my mom, and, and you know, unfortunately with my mother, it was kind of, in the middle, it was in the middle of COVID, really, for Albany. Um, we hadn't even got up on a year when my mom was going through, of COVID, that is. My mom was going through what she went through. We were not able to have her funeral. Um, and sometimes I do forget that I do have her cremains here. Um, but sometimes I do wish I had, like, a place to go so I can see her. Um, but, you know, that's... It doesn't change the fact that, you know, I still miss her every day. So, um, but uh, on the good news, on in 2021, latter part of that year, I started an LLC for our business, um, which has become fairly successful um, in the last nine months. It'll be a year. Yeah. Actually, it might already be a year. Almost. Next, next month. Next month. It'll be a, a year next month where I uh, started Eternal Union's Weddings, uh, which you guys have heard me talk more about it. Well, you've heard me talk a lot about it. But let's ask you. So what what did you think when I first came up with the idea of like, okay, I'm going to start a business? I think, or well, I thought it was a great idea. And just because we don't have to just be standing <coughs> on one job and a schedule of 40 hours mm -hmm. sometimes we have free time we don't know what to do with it so it was a way for a little bit more mm -hmm. and also have a purpose of serving our community mm -hmm. um when my, our friend Alina passed she uh, said live life on purpose and be kind to people and that's what we're trying to do with, with the business mm -hmm. and it's so interesting you know that you say that because i feel like that is almost second nature to us now mm -hmm. to because to, we go out uh example we you know on the fourth last week we went to breakfast and we saw this young lady at, and i was just being my normal silly self and we met a nice young lady what was her name ah it was a nice young lady i don't re i don't remember her name because i didn't really interact with her too too much uh, was it Thalia? Uh, no, Johanna. Yes. So, because um, we were talking about uh, Thalia, the, yeah. the different <laughs> uh, pronunciations of that name. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, we met her and, you know, she was very sweet. You know, she was just really there to, you know, observe our funny because we go, we banter back and forth a lot. Um, just dumb stuff about, you know, he's gay or he's a bottom, she's a bottom, you know, just <laughs> silly. silly, quirky stuff that only matters to us. Um, that would be very weird to somebody else. And she kind of keyed in and, you know, started laughing with us. But uh, shout out to her. She's down in Coconut Creek. So, um, but yeah, my, my, I think when my mom passed, I wanted something that would, you know, create a legacy for me, you know, so people can have something to remember me by. I don't have any control of what people remember me by, but I wanted to leave something better than I, I wanted to leave the world better than I, it came in with me. Mm -hmm. So, that was kind of my uh, 
my reasoning for it. And nine times out of ten, if it's a suggestion for me, from me, Carlos will typically be the supportive husband and be like, all right, well, we'll see how, yeah, let's see how it works out as opposed to, I don't really know. Or if he does have like, you know, concerns, he keeps it to himself. And then when something goes wrong, he'd be like, see, I thought I knew it. And it's like, (laughs) they didn't. Um, But yeah, it was, it started out as an older business. Y'all know the the, the key, y'all know the things, but at this point, because we're not going to make that the topic of the conversation because we do have questions. I've done 52 weddings. I got six. Six weddings. Two of those was us together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did together. And uh, Carlos um, has done, you know, four on his own. Um, and Only Spanish. No. Spanish. So for those of you who are out there who wants to get booked by this guy, he's pretty sought after. Spanish. Solo Espanol. Solo Espanol. We're going to practice it. I, I mean, I, I see him doing English at some point, but I get it. it. That would be the same as him me saying him saying to me, hey, Spanish. And I'd be like, <laughs> so, you know, there's that. But, you know, things are going well with that. And I'm very, I, I was, I'm happy to have somebody that was supportive. And then, and the process was able to be like, I kind of want to. I don't want to do that. What was so? Tell me about that. What was it that made you be like, I want to? Just the fact that I see people happy and <laughs> I see you enjoying doing it. So it's like I want to. I want to be in his shoes. I want to, you know, give these people the same kind of happiness and experience myself doing the same thing. It's gonna motivate me to to do it. Because it's a rush. I tell y'all that it, it is probably one of the most invigorating things I, I get to do in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a, it's all the emotions. Um, you know, the emotion from the nervousness, the what am I going to wear? You know, am I going to have an assistant today? Because obviously he works. And, it's adrenaline. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It is. It's it's fun times. And by the time we get done, if we both are together, we're worn out by the end of the day. We're like zapped, like, you know, because it, depending on the wedding that we have, we might just be entertaining ourselves, <laughs> you know, or, you know, depending on the capacity in which they hire us, there may be more things that we have to do. So, but yeah, you guys want to know more about that behind the scenes stuff. You got to go back and listen to some of the other episodes. So. Please go do so. So, uh, you ready for the questions, Labradoodles? Yes. So, um, Tuesday, what's this question? Tuesday, she's over here. We can't put her on camera right now. Not yet, anyway. Uh, maybe we'll get a shot of her in the end, but she is, she has some questions. She has some questions. So, four days. It will be nine years ago that we met. Mm-hmm. How does it feel that it's been nine years? Or that it's it will like, be nine years? It feels like it's been forever. Uh-huh. It's been fun. It's been challenging. Okay. Because we both from different cultures. Okay. My English still in the process of getting better. 
And my, my Spanish is horrible. Yes. <laughs> Even though I, I feel like I know a lot and I can understand a great deal. And I can write Spanish like it's nobody's business. But when it comes to that speaking, boy, I, the nerves, I think it has, I have something, may have something to do with it. I get very nervous. Never been with me in English. And it's so interesting because English is obviously my first language. You know, to hear him speak it, he speaks it very well. But then I do notice sometimes, like, there are things that I might say. I can't think of anything in particular, but then he'll be like, I'm not so sure what that means. You know, and I have to, I have to explain it. So, um, I don't think you ever really become fluent. Like, I like to say you're fluent and will say that he's fluent, but I think I can understand the shortcomings of, you know, wanting to speak in your own native language. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I, I feel the same, you know, I feel, yes, it, it feels like it's been a while, longer than nine years. We do spend a lot of time together, like a lot. Um, almost to the point, and I, I'm calling myself out on this. I, you know, I don't necessarily. I, I like to think that you're more independent than I am when it comes to, you know, fostering relationships and friendships and all that other side, all that stuff outside of us. I don't really do a very good job of that. I do feel like sometimes it is a hint of codependency where I depend on you very strongly, and sometimes my expectations for him are unrealistic. You know, when it comes to how I want him to show up for me and I'm working on it, you know, it is, I've never been in a, uh, in a relationship that has been, well, I will say firstly fulfilling as long, yeah, and, and as long, you know, it's, it's a work in progress because, you know, it's, it's not like, like I'm, I'm tired, you know, sick of it kind of thing. It's like, you know, in nine years, it's like, we're still learning. We're still learning about each other. Um, you know, it's like, I've never heard you tell that story or, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, um, so I, I, the next question that I want to ask you, uh, and I want you to kind of follow me here. What was the biggest change or something that you had to get used to in our relationship, in our marriage? Like, think about the person you were when you met, when we first met, to who you are now, what was the biggest thing you had to kind of adjust or change? Mostly being up and out and about with friends. Like, uh, I used to go with my new friend, Sarah, to the beach for three days. And because I didn't have nobody, I just, you know, or well, I'm in a relationship, but not like commitment or a committed relationship and I would say I just need vacation, I need to get away and go. And you know, like he says more <coughs> dependent. I have to, you know, be aware of him and be more next to him, supporting him in all the aspects and that was basically the bigger, bigger change. But I love it. I'm no I never read a bit of it. I, you know, hearing you say that and, you know, noticing like over the years, that's definitely been something that has been a big change for you. And, you know, for me to, I feel like I need to explain myself 
when I when I say that, like, I, I when I, I the idea of marriage for me is when we got married, you know, you become a unit, not necessarily one person. You know, sometimes that gets misconstrued, but you become a unit, and you a unit moves together as opposed to and i'm not i'm not meaning in the in the in a literal sense i'm meaning in terms of like decisions and you know stuff like that yeah you know in his single days it would be great for him to be like oh i'm gonna go to the beach for three days you know and it not matter or i'm gonna hang out with my friend you know sarah and do that but for me it's like I have to consider, you know, I would like for him to consider me. And sometimes that's not his default answer. And for me, it is something that I I do default to. It's like, okay, yes, I do want to do these things, but I got to let him know, you know. And sometimes I am looking for validation for him to, you know, to do the things that I want to do, you know, but I'm in no way like he tells me what to do when I tell him what to do. I do value quality time also. That's, you know, it's not the love language, but that's something I enjoy. Um, my love language is words of affirmation. So, but yeah, that that, that has been a, a sense of conflict because in our relationship, you did think that I was trying to pull you away from your friends. Somebody put that on my head, but I should have listen first place. So what ended up happening? Well, let's talk about it. I mean, we don't have to go too deep into detail, but what was it that they put in your head? Like you was trying to keep me away from them. And you you believe that to be true? You know, moment, yes, but mm -hmm. I learned that it wasn't that true. And it was very difficult for me because I've always pushed Carlos to be an individual. I feel like, you know, because I knew he had those relationships. So it'll be times where he and I are sitting on the couch and I'm like, oh, have you talked to so-and-so? Or have you, you know, reached out to, you know, because I'm not, I, I do think like that, you know what I'm saying? Even though I don't have like a whole gang of folks that I can go to in my Rolodex and hang out with, I do have people, core people in my life that I think about that I am consistently in conversation with, whether it be via text or phone call or whatever, like Roxana or Sam or, you know, uh, uh, Edwin. You know what I'm saying? Like things like that. Uh, Juan, you know, it's, it's, I, I might not have those people here, but I'll, I do think about like, okay, make sure you keep in contact with that person that that's just, you know, nurturing a relationship. So it was very difficult to learn that he felt that way because we were probably married four years at that point. And, you know, it, I remember, I still remember the day that we sat down and he said that and I just was like, I was so I was bothered by it, like it upset me, and it made me it made me sad because it was like, damn, you really think like for real? And it made me think like maybe I am, you know, maybe I am keeping him away from his friends, and it made me feel insecure, you know. Um, what he said made me feel insecure. He didn't make me feel insecure. What he said and what he did made me feel insecure, and <clears throat> I don't like that feeling, and I'm okay with checking in with myself and maybe, you know, so I, I did have to, I had to, I had to give him grace, um, but it, it really did make me mad.
it, it, it upset me. Not mad. And it's understandable. Uh, <clears throat> his friend put in my head that, oh, he, he doesn't want for you to hang out with us and blah, blah, blah. But in that moment, she didn't have a car. I didn't want with a car. I had to go pick it up. And then always an issue. I want to do this. And we need to do this. But I don't want to go there. Whatever, whatever. And it was a whole, you know, big deal for her. And at this point, we're no longer friends because it's just too much to deal with and jealousy and talking behind my back and things like that, that it don't make sense to me for the sake of what envy or whatever the case is. Everything I did, I did for her from the bottom of my heart, not expecting nothing in return, just by an honest friendship. And, you know, me and, me and that friend, unfortunately, did have, like, when we were dating, you know, we kind of had a, a difference in opinion in terms of, and I, I can identify that with that, too, because I, I had, a, I had, that happened with my family, where I became this new person because now I have him. And for a long time, I was perpetually single. I didn't have people, you know, that I brought around committed relationships. So it was difficult for them, too. So I was able to see it. Um, you know, but we handled things differently. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the ideal situation, but I would say that probably was one of the challenges that we had and it it took a while. And sometimes I still do have those thoughts. It's, you know, maybe something that he does that triggers it. Um, uh, but you know, what can you do? Um, I'm working with my therapist on that. Um, the next question I have uh sir is or i'll ask that i'll ask myself this question what is the hardest thing about marriage um that what was the hardest thing you learned about marriage or was marriage what you expected was marriage what i expected um no i expected it to be a lot easier than what it was true <laughs> um you know, because I, I, you know, I'm not naive in thinking that, you know, you would become a changed person once you got married. I just figured it would be easier to choose that person, you know, but conflicts and stuff still happen. Arguments still happen. The feelings get hurt. You know, you still feel neglect. You still feel sadness. You still feel underappreciated sometimes. And it, it was it was hard. It, that was the the most challenging thing uh, to feel to still feel loneliness in a marriage. Um, and part of that might have been you know my depression. Um, the other part of it could have been just the transitions that I was making with my career, my job, and you know the growth that I had in terms of you know my place in this world uh, world as a black man and how people saw me and things like that. <clears throat> You know, and, and, and dealing with some growing pains, you know, uh, dealing with, you know, uh, him, you know, finally, you know, getting the help that he needs, which he can talk about himself and, you know, dealing with the consequences, which, yeah, it is of, you know, him growing in a way where he doesn't necessarily you know, think the same way that I do or agree with the way that I do or necessarily go with what I say 
just because it's easier. Like he's standing up for himself a little bit more. Like those things sometimes, you know, uh, can be a little jarring. It's like, you know, but uh, he obviously is his own person. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, and also not necessarily being able to explain how I feel about something in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I do have to take a, take time and, and think about it or how to verbalize. Like I feel all these emotions in this. I know it's something that he said or did, but not knowing how to explain it was something else that was pretty difficult. So. Yeah, growing up in my country was the same thing. Uh, we don't know nothing about depression or get therapy or psychologists, anything like that. And then we grow with a lot of trauma when it comes to religion and your sexuality and your beliefs. So it's not easy, like he says, but we're trying to, you know, day by day, <coughs> trying to understand each other. When they say trauma, like we, we do, we both do. Like I got some childhood stuff that I didn't even know, you know, and he does too. And, you know, the idea is to be the best version of yourself. And unfortunately, sometimes he gets to see me at my worst and I get to see him at his worst. And, you know, I have to make a conscious effort to be like, okay, we, that sucked. And I don't like that, but I still choose you. I still love you, you know? And sometimes what I've also, I think something that was difficult is that love isn't always like you can love can rain from the raptors and you know whatever but sometimes that isn't always what keeps you it is a conscious decision to in spite of whatever it is i'm feeling i choose him so that was that was the most surprising thing for me um same i feel the same way too <laughs> and sometimes i'd be like and then he'll kiss me here and I'm like, I'm not mad, but I am mad. I'm angry, I'm seething. And I don't want to say nothing because I don't want to I don't want him to be right. Oh, that's what it is. Next question. Uh, uh, <laughs> next question. Next question. No. I got you. Get off of me. <laughs> oh, I'm not about that shit. Oh, you don't want to kiss me on the cameras? You see how they be doing? You see how they be doing? Anyway. <laughs> um, what is something that I do that you, you don't like? Driving with your phone in your hands. <laughs> I don't like his driving. Carlos drives really fast. <laughs> and I'm noticing that I do too. <laughs> so, um, especially like on 408 or whatever, if you live here locally, if you know, you know. But um, I wish I could just, I wish y'all could see this. This mother mucker right here. <laughs> I, I wish. He looks so comfortable right now. Mm -hmm. uh, get your ass up. If you don't care, don't care. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of Carlos's driving, and I think it also has a lot to do with my control too. So whenever we drive, I I drive. Most of the time. But is that is that really the only thing that you that I do that you don't like? Yeah. 
Let's say the other one. Ah, oh, but that's so stupid. I bet if I, I bet that if that and I was gone, you would miss that. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> what is something that I do, or you you? What is something that you love that I do? I mean, there's so many things. Okay. I mean, you would think because you cook a lot, right? Um, I mean, last night. <laughs> honestly, it's when. Last night, he couldn't sleep last night. It wasn't his greatness. So, and he he takes that stuff personal like that. That's a thing for him. So, huh? Yes, you do. Lord, what can I get you? Yeah, because I'm concerned about you not eating. I can eat cereal. Like it's not a big deal to me. Uh, something that you do that I love. Um, I love. I mean, there's there's a few things. That's why it's taking so long. I like seeing you interact with people outside of your circle. I like to see how you kind of, you know, how you pick up, you know, speaking with people, even though that's not your natural thing to do. Um, I also like uh, when you give me words of affirmation, like when you're at the wedding and um, you seeing me do it and how you're, I know these are a lot of me things, but honestly, it's just his adoration that he has for me and things that I do. but if it was, you know, if it was something actually not metaphorical, but like physically that I like the, that he does, that I like, I like when he dresses up, like when we go out on Fridays, I, I like the, the, how he looks and how he takes the time to you know, go look in the mirror and, you know, put his hair up, and shave and all that other stuff. He's very stylish. I like his style. What I like him to do is when he speaks to people, yeah. he's funny, he's charming. Also, the way he dress, the style, the way he do the weddings, the way he do the weddings, I love that. That's what inspired me. How do I do the weddings? Beautifully. Like what specifically? You smart, you funny, you Corning, anything, everything at the same time. Mm-hmm. And people love it. People laugh. People, oh, great job. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. And I love, I love to see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. What keeps you going on this marriage? What keeps you going? The promise of a new day, you know, um, yeah, the promise of a new day, the promise of things that we can do on a day to day, whether it be, you know, traveling, because we, we both love to travel, you know, it just seems like we never have enough time. 
And before you know it, the freaking year is over. And I also have knowledge paralysis too, where I just, I be want to do stuff, but I'm so afraid to do it because it's like, shit, you know, all these other thoughts come in my head or how much is this going to cost and all that other stuff. And sometimes, you know, the year would be done pass, And it's like, you had an opportunity to, to spend this time to do this and you are not. So that sucks. Um, but the, 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 the promise of a new day, the promise of a new, you know, uh, process or the promise of, you know, loving each other, you know, differently, you know, just the excitement of going whatever, going wherever this relationship is able to go. Marriage. Well, I forgot to say that why you love, uh, what's something I love that you love that I do is that I made more money than you now. <laughs> yes, he's no, my, sugar daddy. I, all I can tell y'all is just wait, honey. Just keep supporting them. Keep supporting them. They're going to eventually become your sugar daddy. And then when it happens, you just praise that man and just be like, thank you, God, for your sugar daddy every day. Every day, because it's been hard out there for me to always have to be the one. But now, he <laughs> is the one. And I can sit back and have babies. And this is what kids be going Okay. I have, I, I know there's one more question, but I, I just thought of something. What is something that I've done that has made you really mad? And, you know, there's no, uh, no hold bar, whatever it is you want to say. What was the one thing that I've done that has made you mad? <laughs> the only thing was the time of that infidelity. That's it. I wouldn't say anything. Else. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh my God! Come on, really? That's the sense that that is for you. I'm talking. He said something else other than the infidelity part. I would have to say uh, the same thing. <laughs> Um, without going too much into detail about it, we, you know, there were some things that he did that I didn't necessarily like or agree with in it. And, uh, sometimes it rears his ugly head. Um, that's how long we've been together. You know, relationships are, are hard and they're, 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 and you know, it's unfortunate, you know, that we've gone through it, but I think that it was just more of a, you know, we were, we were missing something. You know, and uh, unfortunately, we sought outside the relationship to find it. But, you know, that was what started us going into couples therapy. And we're still in couples therapy to this day. So um, that was that. Um, what would be the one thing you would change if you could? About our marriage? Nothing. Out of a marriage, I would change all the people for the nice people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really they didn't work better. I, I, people love each other. I don't have anything that I would change either. Uh, if I have to say, um, in some instances, I wish it was easier. 
Um, what you guys don't know is Carlos, we know now, we didn't know before, Carlos has chronic arthritis. Um, and for a number of years, like, I really didn't think that we were going to be able to get past it because Carlos was stuck in that fact-finding, like, you know, to me, it's like, it's pain to pain to pain. It don't matter. It is what it is. We don't need a name to know that you're in pain. And he just continued to seek and seek and seek. And that started year three of our relationship. Us, we were in our third year of marriage when that happened. And um, I went through different changes, um, you know, trying to accept, you know, the way, you know, how it's going to be but not learning to not, um, you know, make things metastasized by, you know, what ifs, you know, I just have to live in the moment sometimes. And, <clears throat> you know, there've been many years of like broken, you know, suggestions and promises that we've had, you know, because of his pains, you know, can be unpredictable at times. Um, I do know that he does care. Um, but, you know, when they say through sickness and health, you don't expect it to be year three. You know for that to happen you expect that to be something that's far away we also have to put in perspective that carlos is you know as young as y'all might think this face is he's older you know um than what some of you guys may think and uh he's also been working since he was what 11 years old so how many years of that's like 44 over 40 something years of work you know what i'm saying so we all we also I have to also put that in consideration too and and you know project that as compassion whenever he does feel like he he can't. And then also later lately we've been having like a whole bunch of fatigue among both of us. So suction or work and no stop and mm -hmm. trying to figure out what's going on and working. It's very hard. Because he's been working throughout this whole entire thing. Being notary, being good in official, being a chef, being a insurance agent. Uh, we never stop. Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, we have to take care of three dogs and now a niece. Which um, I do kind of want to talk to him a little bit about that. So, Carlos's niece is here. Um, he, she's not on camera right now. Um, do you say hola? Hola. Que paso contigo? Deque. Deque. Is there anything you wanna? Por que cosa? Huh? It's fine. Tiene hambre? Tiene sueño? Está feliz? Everything good to say. What what's wrong? Are you afraid to, to talk on camera? Yeah, she's like She's Por qué? Asustado. No. No. <laughs> she's shy oh, like I don't me. I don't know what that means. Um, you know, before you keep them in, I'm I'm getting used to what she I know. I know what it is. So she's been here for a little bit of time now. Um and, you know, we didn't say this to the Raptors because the last time we had someone here and how we were going to process that whole thing. Unfortunately, that gentleman is no longer living with us. He's down wherever he is, but he's no longer living with us. And, you know, for me, I really didn't want to go through the whole process of 
having someone here again. And that 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 does have a lot of contention for both of us. Well, for me mostly, because of just how everything went down, which I'm not gonna go too much into detail. Um, but it definitely tested my loyalty in terms of our relationship and you know, in terms of my loyalty to him, because it's a big role. And, you know, I have to keep myself from going to the what if places, but it's really hard not to do. It's really easy to do. I appreciate it. Yeah. 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 Um, but I'm working on it. That's also that's something that I'm working on my, you know, my therapist. But I, I thought we were kind of in our soft girl life, our soft girl ages where, you know, we <laughs> we live life softly. You know what I'm saying? We take vacations when we want and that kind of stuff. So my expectation wasn't to be a parent to someone. And I had to check myself and understand that I'm not her parent, but we do have to provide for her in, in, in different ways. And I wasn't ready to do that again, considering how the last situation ended. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so that's the challenge. And sometimes, sometimes I, you know, I am up and down about that. And uh, it, it definitely tests me a lot. Um, but I have committed myself to this gentleman here, which means I also have to, um, I have to trust you and the decisions that you make. But I don't want to do that again. So, Sammy, you have anything you want to say? She's gonna do another podcast. She's gonna do another podcast. But uh, so you you don't have anything you want to say is what you're saying. Tell them a little bit about you. She has to be prepared. There's nothing there's nothing I'm trying to get her out of it because I I what I noticed is in that shell like I used to. I get it. But the but the thing about it is is like they will stay in that moment and try to weasel them way themselves out of doing what it is I'm I'm, I'm you know like answering the questions or whatever. And for me, that's just a sign to continue to keep going. Like I so um just tell tell them a little bit about you. Un poquito de ti. Just a little bit. <laughs> You're not even on camera. You're not even on camera. You're just talking to us. ¿Cuántos años? And what's your favorite thing to do? Que lo que más te gusta hacer. Learn new things, go travel. She likes to um, challenge herself. Así, saber que puedo superar muchas cosas porque cuando me reto, sé que 
y lo logro, me queda eso como, sé que no hay nada <coughs> imposible. Because when she challenge herself and get to the goal she has put to herself, she understands that everything is possible and she can do it. We all can do it. And she likes to treat our dogs like babies. El agrego que te gusta tratar los perritos como bebés. You want to introduce them? Rico's downstairs. Rico's yeah. old. Rico's uh, old. He doesn't want to come over here. This is Carrie. You hey, guys have met him before. Hey, Carrie. Look, 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 look. Yes, Carrie. Hey, Carrie. Look. look. He's such a, he, he is he's just like. They say Muy Constantino, very spoiled. Very spoiled. Because of her. And then Tuzi, you guys have seen before. And they're still. Um, and this is the Majesty uh, Queen Tuzi. It's Queen Tuzi. She's the queen of the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she doesn't want me to kiss her hands. So sorry. Okay. Yeah. Corn chip hands. And Kari was, he was a baby the last time we might have done. Oh, we might not have even had Kari, to be honest. Yeah, Tuzi Rico's downstairs somewhere. So that's all we got. Um, that's all I have. I hope you guys uh, 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 love this conversation. I enjoy having it. Um, you know, my husband's a cool dude, but when he's hungry, he's not so nice. So we're gonna go get something to eat. I will talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening. You can catch us at uh, Reggie's Expressions R E G G E E apostrophe S Expressions on Facebook. Um, R-E-G-G-E-E-X, period, or dot, expressions on YouTube. And no, I'm sorry, on Instagram. And then on YouTube, you can just search for Reggie's Expressions. All right. So I hope you guys have a good rest of the day. It has been fun, but we got to run. Reggie's Expressions is brought to you by Soko Garn Productions, LLC.